True Crime Girls contains content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. society is always pressuring us to wash our hands but honestly after listening to this episode i kind of understand why red leather yellow leather red leather yellow leather what is that it's like a vocal thing yeah unique you new york unique new york yeah huh are you a vocal coach um no i just don't want to trip over my words <laughs> it's gonna happen anyway i know it's oh, mouth like and vocal exercises yeah. What did you say? Unique New York, unique New York, unique New York. Red yeah. leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. I vocal exercises. Yeah. I'll give you some vocal exercises. Oh. <laughs> ma, ma. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> intro? Okay. All right. Okay. So, welcome <laughs> to True Crime Girls. Hi. Welcome back. Again, every time you guys say welcome, I think of fucking Effie Trinket in um, Hunger Games. And she's like, welcome, welcome to the 75th annual <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> True Crime Girls episode. Yeah. <laughs> banana bread, bro. Oh, my oh. God. Did you I have sh- banana bread. Show that to Spencer. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, he watched it. I had banana bread on um oh my God. Friday when I went to get my car washed and I sent a picture to Janine. I was like, hell yeah. Oh my God. Um, so <laughs> normally, but now that we're on the topic of banana bread, normally. <laughs> finally. But, finally. Banana bread has like nut, walnuts in it, mm-hmm. but I don't like nuts in my bread. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nuts in my mouth. <laughs> I don't put nut, nuts in my banana bread. You don't? No, it's I'll put chocolate chips. To. Oh, that's no. good. I make chocolate chip banana um, oh, muffins. Yes. They're actually really good. Yeah, yes. Don't knock it till you try Sounds it, like right? But Publix had like these mini just banana muffins. It was literally just banana bread, bro. Like no walnuts. Good? No, I was, I wanted to cry when I saw them. <laughs> so I, I, bu- like I bought it and I ate in, all like, of them. Pastries and stuff. Like people make like, I don't either. Um, Carrot cake with nuts in it? That's yes. disgusting. No, it's so good. Ew, and then like I had carrot cake the other day. They're like, carrot cake, so, this is so bomb. It's like the best carrot cake you'll ever have. I'm sorry. I don't like, like I know you make carrot cake with carrots, but yeah. the carrot cake I make. Don't like have like the shredded. Yeah, the yeah. shreds aren't thick. So I had this freaking carrot cake and the shreds were like super thick and like I could like pull out just a shred of carrot. And I'm like, that's not what carrot cake's about. Um, No, I don't like it. Like that. No, I, I like, like shred mine super fine. Yeah. So, 
You thought this was a true crime podcast. You thought no. this was a karaoke podcast. It's all about this baking. Now so let's talk about podcast. my dusty muffin. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> I was just going to fucking say that. My muffin hasn't had a cherry since 1923. <laughs> I think I grew it back. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to fucking true crime girls, man. This is where we are. I feel like whenever it gets to this point in the season, we're just like losing it, like slowly losing it. (laughs) So we normally have, so this is the end guys. We're like nearing Mm -hmm. the end of the world and the end of this season. Um, We normally do our three individual episodes, like in the middle somewhere randomly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did the first season. I don't remember where we put it. Was Was it? Yeah. Oh, then I don't know what the fuck we do, but these last three are going to be our individual episodes, which is exciting, but then it's also sad because then it's over. (laughs) Janine, can I buy you new pants? No, these are my house pants. Leave me alone. They're legit being like, held together by the tiniest little fucking safety pin asking for help. Like I said, <laughs> oh. lo- slowly losing it. <laughs> Just like Janine's safety pin. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. These are my house pants. Leave me alone. <laughs> Your house pants? What is that? <laughs> There's supposed to be no judgment in your home, okay? That's why you wear pajamas. <laughs> Is this your first time coming over? Because there's always judgment in the home. Um, no, I grew up here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyways, so what are we talking about, guys? So Eileen's blessing. I don't know, Eileen. What are we talking last, about? <laughs> with the beginning of the last episodes of the season. The beginning of the yeah, just and like our regular episode, she wants to go first to get it over with. <laughs> get it over with. That's pretty much exactly it. And I knew that was going to happen, so that's She's why I was like, like "Do you want to go first? first?" Like, yeah, let's. But yeah, so Eileen, why don't you yeah. tell us what we're talking about today? Yeah, um, my episode is about Typhoid Mary. Yay! Ooh, I feel like you've been talking about doing this one for a really freaking long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I always mention Typhoid Mary, and nobody ever knows what the fuck it is. So I I'm excited about this. Why not, like, educate? Um, the masses. Um, about to learn You should probably today. know this. I don't know if you do know this. Me? Typhoid, yes. Specifically me. Like, yes. not Janine, me. No, Just you. specifically Kylie TCG. Like, does okay. Typhoid Mary at all sound familiar to you? Oh, I mean, yeah. What do you mean? Why? Why? Yeah. I don't understand. Like in, in I feel pop culture. Typhoid Mary. Okay, in so pop you don't culture. Know. No. Typhoid Mary is a Marvel Comics character. <laughs> oh, I wonder if Spencer knows. Hold on. Ooh, Please hold. Date night trivia. Ask him if he knows who Typhoid Mary is. I'm going. I'm going to. Yes, he does. Oh, <laughs> he you didn't. Um, no. He was like, I was like, do you know who Typhoid Mary is? He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you idiot. I'm pretty sure he's going to leave me now. So that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, I will leave you too. No. Uh, <laughs> I first heard of Typhoid Mary actually watching the movie Electra. Okay. Um, oh God. And then I know it was a long time ago. And it was like a B movie, but whatever. Um, I remember watching her on that, and then 
I knew kind of what the Typhoid Mary story was. And I thought it was really cool that they had her doing that because, like, in Electra, she, like, basically infects you and kills you. Uh-huh. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, she – in the Marvel Comics universe, I looked it up. Her first appearance was in Daredevil 254. Um, and then she has a bunch of different names, but basically she has, like, a background. She's – um like a love hate relationship with Daredevil. She was like a former lover, but then like tried to kill him. Cool stuff. And Anyways. that's why Spencer knows, so especially because Daredevil's like one of his faves. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, my story's on the real Typhoid Mary, whose name is <clears throat> Mary Mallon. Um, and I kind of like took pages from the both of you because the female which is it's all janine and then her like she's kind of from the 1800s like she was born in the 1800s and died in 1938 that's kind of like kyle's territory yeah yep yep um but um i'm just gonna jump right in then (laughs) okay wait okay so spencer says the actress that plays typhoid mary is alice eve in marvel universe she has psionic powers thank you spencer Yeah, in Alexa, it was <laughs> yeah. Natasha Melf? Melith? I don't know. Okay. Say your last name. That's her? Yeah. Um, anyways, okay, so um, born in 1869 in Northern Ireland, Mary Mallon, also known as Typhoid Mary, um, infected over 50 people with typhoid fever, killing at least three, um, which at the end, that number is going to change because I learned more about her. Um, after migrating to New York in 1884, she moved in with her aunt and uncle and found a job working as a cook for rich people. Um, for seven years, beginning in 1900, in the year 1900, Mary started spreading typhus through the East Coast. In 1900, at her first job, the residents developed typhoid fever within two weeks of her being employed there. A year later, she moved to Manhattan, where her new employers became ill with fevers, diarrhea, and even the first death when the laundry girl died. Um, she fled to work for a local lawyer when seven people in that place also fell ill. Hmm. So it started like almost immediately and they don't know, like nowhere in my research found like where she got it from. She was just an asymptomatic carrier. So nobody, she had no symptoms, nothing. She just carried it to everybody else. Really quick before you start, are you going to get into what typhoid um, is or like what? Yeah. Eventually. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I can do it now if you like. Edit that part out. I just didn't know if you did or didn't. No, that's fine. But, Sorry. Um, so uh, just straight off of Wikipedia, um, typhus, also known as typhus fever, is a group of infectious diseases that include epidemic typhus, scrub typhus, and marine typhus. Common um, symptoms include fever, headache, and rash. Typically, these, these begin one to two weeks after exposure. Um, caused by s- specific types of bacterial infection, um, there is no vaccine commercially available. Prevention is by reducing exposure to the organisms that spread the disease. So, um, she spread it mostly by, cause she was a cook. So by like in her, she would prepare like food, obviously, and people would ingest it and mm-hmm. she wouldn't. Um, I'll get into that, but she wouldn't wash her hands, basically. Well, and it was back in the day, so it's not like they had, like, 
Yeah. Well, they did. Regulation. Her herself, she didn't believe in like hand washing because she didn't think it was a big deal. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There, that. Okay. Um, In 1906, Mary moved to Oyster Bay, Long Island, bouncing from family to family, infecting anyone in the homes at the time. Um, The first family had 10 of the 11 members be hospitalized. Then she went to cook for the family of Charles Henry Warren, who was like this rich, like, banker dude, um, from August 27th to September 3rd. And six of the 11 family members came down with typhoid fever. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, At the time, local doctors in Oyster Bay called the outbreaks unusual because it just wasn't common it wasn't common around the area. Like it obviously it had to have come from somewhere. That would be like Ebola happening here. And yeah, we're wondering like it had to have come from somebody who recently traveled from that place. So mm-hmm. That was the thing. They kind of narrowed it down where she came from okay. because these outbreaks followed her. Um, they prompted an investigation by a typhoid fever researcher, George Soper. So I'm going to switch to this. Soper said, um, in his, uh, he published the results of his investigation into the Journal of the American Medical Association. And um, he wrote in there, it was found that the family changed cooks on August 4th. This was about three weeks before the typhoid epidemic broke out. The new cook, Malin, remained in the family only a short time and left about three weeks after the outbreak occurred. Malin was described as an Irish woman, about 40 years of age, tall, heavy, single. She seemed to be in perfect health. Oh, I thought she was a lot older for some reason. No, she was like fairly young, which is why she was able to just find jobs. Yeah. Like real easily. Yeah. She wasn't unfortunate looking. Like, um, she looked trustworthy. Yeah. Like, I mean, even from, look, yeah. that's when she's in isolation. Like, she's she, a cutie. She, yeah, she looked like a very attractive woman. So, of course, you know, back in the day, you, Trust these attractive looking women and think they're clean. Yeah. Especially women. Yeah. Um, It took a while to find Mary since she always left after an outbreak began. They only found her when there was an outbreak in a Park Avenue penthouse. Two servants were infected and the daughter of the family had died. Mary was their cook. Soper interviewed Mary explaining the situation and how she could be carrying the disease from family to family. Mary refused his request for samples of her urine and stool. So he compiled a five-year history of the outbreaks and compared them to her, her employment history. Damn. Seven of the Damn. eight families Mary worked for had become ill with typhoid fever. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> Dr. Sarah Josephine Baker from the health department went to visit Mary in 1907 with several police officers in tow. They then took Mary into custody. Following her arrest, Mary was still in a state of denial, basically saying she understand she didn't understand the purpose of hand washing since she didn't believe she posed a risk. Oh my god! So basically, her way of thinking is like, I'm not sick. How could I be carrying it? Yeah, it's no problem. It doesn't matter what she is. Um, I'm such a psycho about washing my hands. Like when I hear shit like this, I'm just like, how, how could it? <laughs> Um, Mary was declared a carrier and held in isolation for three years. Holy hell on a stick. While in isolation, the media (laughs) picked up on the story, dubbing her Typhoid Mary. So that's where the name came from. Kind of just stuck. Um, After three years, the New York Commissioner of Health decided that carriers of the disease could be released 
if and only if they took the necessary steps to prevent from spreading the disease. Also, Mary would need to stop working as a cook. In 1915, Mary was released and found employment as a laundress. Making significantly less money than she ever did as a cook, Mary Mallon changed her name to Mary Brown and proceeded to look for work as a chef. Um, over the course of five years, Mary bounced from one cooking job to another, infecting everybody around her each time. Ugh, girl. I'm sad. Mm-hmm. She really wanted to fucking cook. I mean, I get I mean, it. That's how you make that's, the money. Yeah, yeah that's her like profession, but goddamn. Like the the precautions that yeah. were required, you know, wash your hands yeah. and whatever. <laughs> you know, wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> um Finally, in 1915, Mary got a job at the Sloan Hospital for Women in New York City. There, she infected 25 people, with two of them dying. That's when authorities finally caught up to her. Public health authorities took Mary into custody and readmitted her into quarantine. After being told removing her gallbladder would render her cured from carrying the disease, she still refused. So they knew that the disease was active in her gallbladder, and all they had to do was just take it out, and she'd be fine. And she was like, mm, I'm good. no thanks. <laughs> I'm all right. What is oh wrong with her? So mm-hmm. much. Oh, girl. Uh, Mary Mallon remained confined to isolation for the remainder of her life. The media would occasionally interview Mary, but they were advised to accept nothing from her, not even water. So she, like, sneaky motherfucker would try, like... Let me let me offer you some water. <laughs> like they knew straight up she was going to do that because she wanted to get them sick. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So she knew what she was doing. Yeah. She's not she she was a smart lady. Was she medically isolated or like she was like committed? I don't know. I <laughs> what's the difference? It looks like medically isolated in that. Well, photo. yeah, but look at her freaking isolation. There's yeah. other people with her. Yeah, they're probably infected or something too with whatever. That is insane. Wouldn't that be more of a quarantine then? Yeah. It well, says, she it says quarantine. So she was okay. quarantined. But I think she Maybe they just, all were. As yeah. long as she doesn't have to. I mean, she can't like. She's not telling like, hey, lick my hand. You know, yeah. like you can be around them. You just can't touch anything that they're going to ingest. That's how it was spread. Yeah. Um. In 1932, Mary suffered a stroke that left her completely paralyzed. On November 11, 1938, at age 69, Mary Mellon died of pneumonia. Ooh, she was born in 1869 and died at the age of 69. Wow. I literally did not even, like... Look at Janine remembering, like, the dates. Woo! Oh, shit. (gasps) What was that? It was my popcorn bucket. Everything's fine. How did it fall, though? I kicked it. Oh, I thought it just fell on its own. (sighs) That scared me. I kicked it. (sighs) Sorry. No, you're My bad. I'm like, she's coming for us. (laughs) (laughs) Mary's coming after you. (laughs) (laughs) I should have just played that. Damn it. That's why I'm like, well, how did it fall? Mary, Mary, quite contrary. I wonder if that's why it's about. That scared the shit out of me. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Who's that about? I don't know. Oh no. Different Mary. Um, All anyways, the Marys. Uh, a post-mortem exam was done and the evidence of live typhoid bacteria was found in her gallbladder. Her body was cremate- cremated and her ashes buried at the St. Raymond Cemetery in the Bronx. Hmm. Um, 
Mary Mallon was the first known case of an asymptomatic typhoid carrier because of her numerous yeah. aliases and constant refusal to co cooperate um, with authorities. Her exact number of victims is unknown, but it's thought she had at least 50 fatalities. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. At the very least. And towards the end, it seems like she was doing it purposely. Like yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So know? today, typhoid Mary is just a term used for anyone that knowingly or not um, spreads disease or yeah. like something like that. Um, yeah. I would say like those people who send out like the mail of um, like pathogens and stuff. Those are like typhoid Marys. Like they, they're knowingly yeah. like infecting other or, if people. So, you know, like um, someone who has AIDS and they're like, Going around having unprotected sex, that's a yeah. typhoid Mary. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. There are more people. There was a guy called Typhoid John. Um, he, so there's- What are the, um, was his name actually John? I was just going to ask that. I was like, what are the odds that it was Mary and John? Yeah. I don't know what his actual name is, but <laughs> it's, um, there was- That's weird. The first quarter of the 20th century, Tony Labella. He was an Italian immigrant. He was thought to have had at least 100 cases of typhoid that he spread with at least five deaths. Um, and at Iron Oh, and the, but the, and the chick takes the fall. He has one more. <laughs> Adirondack? Is that how you say it? Um, Adirondack? That. How the fuck did you know? They have Adirondack chairs. That's the only way that. Oh, okay. I so know. an Adirondack guide dubbed Typhoid John <laughs> presumed to have infected 36 people with two deaths. And Alphonse Cotils was a rent restaurateur and bakery owner. Um, oh, fantastic. Elizabeth Moss is reported to be developing a TV miniseries in which Typhoid Mary is a central character. I love that. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. Huh. Um, but yeah, so apparently, like, they're trying to figure out, obviously, they're still doing research, trying to figure out, you know, what, I guess, a cure for typhus, because there is no cure. Like, they can treat it with antibiotics and stuff, but it's really not much um, known about it, and there's really not much known about how one can be an asymptomatic carrier. Right. But they are thinking that... Um, the bacteria that cause typhoid may hide in macrophages, which is a type of immune, immune cell. So if you have like this immune cell, it's just chilling in there and it's, you know, hanging out in your body until it can go but attack you, somebody else. Yeah. I think that's probably, I mean, that's one of the scariest parts of it is it, like, you don't know that you have it, you know, like, it's just like, it's just there. It's just there. And it's. You can develop typhoid fever after ingesting food or water contaminated during handling by a human carrier, which is what she did. So, so I don't want to eat anywhere ever again. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if the food is properly cooked, that's fine. But if it's not, like if, it, you know, if you're just, you know, someone's making you a sandwich and they have it and you eat that sandwich, you, you'll get it. Or uh -huh. if they're just like, you know, my germs all up in your water, that type of thing. My um, germs. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. Ew. That's pretty much it. Um, washing hands with soap before touching or preparing food. Washing dishes and utensils with soap and water. Um, and only eating cooked food are ways to reduce the risk of typhoid infection. So it's just, I mean, these days with the way restaurants are and like hospitals are with all the hand washing and all that. Um, 
you you're less likely. So it's more probably more predominant in like third world countries and places like that where it's just like you don't have like <sighs> easy access. Yeah. I mean But it's just like basic hygiene <laughs> that a lot of people refuse to adhere to. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm sure like a lot of older women and men that didn't have such strict rules. Mm-hmm. Like if they're just cooking for their family or, you know, cooking for, like, large parties that is not, like, professional or, like, an actual business. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they don't adhere to that, which is also gross. Well, I know there's, like, a friend of the family where they have, like, they used to have these dogs that they would carry everywhere. Ugh, and, yeah. like, they would literally just hold the dogs. You know, you hold a dog like this with, like, the yeah. butt in the hand. Yeah. And then go from, like, holding the dog, put the dog down and either, like, start eating or... Yeah. Start, like, preparing food without washing their hands because they see their dog as, like, a part of their family. And I'm, like, I'm not going to eat the food. But their dog's made. ass isn't. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to, them, to them, they don't pay attention. And it's, like, for like, us, we pay I attention. It's, like, I'm not eating that food. I am such a dog lover. And I love Hollywood. Hashtag Hollywood the palm tree. The <laughs> most ever. But her butt is gross. Mm-hmm. All butts are gross. I'm sorry. (laughs) If you're holding very close to somebody's butthole, you should probably clean your hands after (laughs) with soap. Like, not just a quick, like, wash with water, like, swish, swish, swish. Like, I'm talking, like, fucking hot water and soap, please. Surgical. Getting prepped for surgery style laundry. I'm saying, like, come on. Well, actually, um, something. Recently, you just happened here where um, a worker at a restaurant around here, a like fast food type restaurant, um, it's actually public knowledge. So it's it's a Zaxby's here, um, got had hepatitis A. And so if you ate there like during a certain time, like you were supposed to, if it, and you haven't gotten like vaccinated or anything, then you were supposed to like watch out for symptoms or get tested. Um, and so I was like, holy shit, because it's the one actually like right by our house. <laughs> and I was like, wait, so they knew that he, so as he, soon as she knew that she oh, had it, she it, told it. her job, but and she had already been working warm. there. Yeah. So it was it wasn't anything that they could necessarily do. And from what and from all I could read, no one had like reported any symptoms or anything from it. But it was that kind of reminds me of this. It's like it's still possible, you know, yeah. like especially if it is asymptomatic sim like it's they wouldn't even know. Like yeah. you know. And, like uh um with us, if we get a needle stick, like, immediately the yeah. moment it happens, especially if it's a contaminated needle, so, like, yep. with someone else's blood, the first thing they do, like, you have to flush it out. You go straight to U.S. Health Works and get, yep. like, immediate vaccines, just emergency vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they… Spence is the same way, yeah. They tell um, the patient, whoever it was, like, okay, there was a needle stick with your blood. We need to have you tested for these things. And it's like… Hepatitis, it's HIV, it's HSV, like mm-hmm. all these fucking all the things diseases, and yeah. then in the person who gets stuck has to be tested every like mm-hmm. three or six months or something like that, just wow. to be sure. Yep. So the same thing with that. If it's like something having to do with your food, they have to make mm-hmm. it 
Like if someone finds out, even if they were super extremely careful, they have to notify everybody like, hey, we found out this person had this and they touched your food. We're not saying they contaminated it. Right. And that's exactly what the, that's exactly what the article said is it's, there weren't, there hasn't been anyone coming forward. We're just doing our due diligence type of thing, but it's still like, it gives you that like Mm -hmm. Willie's feeling, you know, and especially because we did eat there during that time. And so it was like, luckily, well, we have both have been vaccinated and stuff like that. And actually, yeah, I had just gone to urgent care the day before that article went out and I got like all of these different tests because I was, I was actually, and looking at the symptoms that I was having, I'm so glad that I figured out that I didn't have anything before this article came out because my symptoms were like abdominal issues and things like that. And so I was it's like, it's mostly like flu-like symptoms with any of the hepatitis yeah. it's flu-like yeah. symptoms. Yeah. But I was so just especially like, especially with like the colds going around, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, I'm dying. I have well, hepatitis. And, and when it's here, like, it's allergies too. Like mm-hmm. we're in the middle of summer. Our pollen is literally all over the floor, like layers of pollen. You can sweep it up and see like the puddles of freaking pollen. Remind me to never go to Florida. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, I can't deal it's with not that. Not now. Crystal can never go because that yeah. she'll just freaking die. Yeah, she Please probably will. That actually. actually, you don't have to anymore. Oh, that's right. Oh shit. Oh, hey girl. We're living a new life. <laughs> <laughs> um but <laughs> Um, yeah, but so it's, I don't know. I think that's crazy to hear about all of this happening so long ago, but I mean, no matter how careful people are, shit can still happen. Mm-hmm. But then there's still some people who are just like fucking crazy. And then there are the people who like aren't okay careful. Yeah. And they're purposely like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll, yeah. I'll infect you. Like, oh, that's why so, not? Mm-mm. And that's so malicious too, like to know that you're infected with anything. Well, it's, it's, I mean, if the person doesn't die, it's attempted murder. And if they do, then they can be charged with murder. So, so don't fucking infect people, you assholes. And I love that because it's a part of like true crime that you kind of don't really hear about or that illness is part of it. You know, like, yeah, Yeah. we hear a lot about like killing or like uh, murdering as far as like, shooting or strangling or anything like that any of those but you don't really hear about like infecting someone with an illness mm. like that's, not cal- in that's a hospital calculated setting. shit yeah you know what i mean yeah because it's a lot different than like those angels of death where they're in a medical setting and you know they're like randomly infecting or trying to yeah. murder their patients because Speaking of, mm-hmm. have you heard about that German doctor that just got convicted? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, his youngest patient was like months old. Like I he can't would, believe that that's still he would, happening. He started because he liked bringing people back to life. That's what it is. He they like being a hero. Start yeah. him and mm-hmm. OD them yeah. and then try and like a lot of them just died. Yeah, that's what it is, is they like being a hero. Um so there's those cases and then there are the ones who just don't give a shit like you were saying that and it's almost like I don't know to me it's almost a little bit more cruel depending yeah. on what we're talking about because then people sometimes have to deal with symptoms and like like it's I don't know it can be more traumatic in a way in, in depending on what it is and how it affects the person and I'm trying to look for shit what is it called um 
I, oh my God, I can't remember his name. There's this book I read about a nurse who um, was just going around infecting like IV bags with um, Dijoxin. Dijoxin. Um, <laughs> what is his name? It's going to bother me. Uh, nurse. Hold on. Edit this part out until I find the fucking. Is it bad that any time we say edit this part out, like, I severely want to keep it in? <laughs> you literally uh, did, though, last episode. Oh, I do. I do sometimes. Ago. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> yep. Chris. Oh, Charles. That's why I couldn't fucking figure it out. Um, Charles, Charles. Colin. Yeah. He, um, he was doing that. He It kind of started as, like, um, he wanted to bring them back to life because it was kind of like giving him a better, um, like reputation in the hospital. And then he just kind of like started getting a rush out of it. And he was infecting the IV bags, like mm-hmm. all of them that were in the storage. So they would randomly, you know, get uh, like distribute. Yeah. And then it was kind Ew. of like exciting for him because then he wouldn't know like, Ooh, who's, who might die? Who will I have to save? Blah, blah, blah. And eventually, like, you know, obviously he got caught. But his story is insane. Um, I I wish I remembered the name of the book. But it was really, really, really good. If you guys want a good fucking Well, find it. Yeah. And then we can, like, post it. Yeah. Ooh, Typhoid Mary. You finally did that. That's good. I know. Finally did it. And if – no, like, I – didn't know too, too, too much about it. I've heard the name, like, in true crime, you kind of, like, hear it thrown around a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially because it's co- turned into more, something. like, a verb, sort of, like. Yeah, you know, exactly. Being, or, like, being a typhoid Mary. Yeah. Like she was saying. Good job. Gotcha. You. You? You're done for the season. I'm done for the season. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys can record the rest without me, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. You won't need me for the last time. No, episode. we need no. you. People love you. I don't know why. I don't know why. Neither do we. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't understand it, but it happens. It's a thing. And I'm here for it. I, I understand. And you, Thanks, do you, guys. Do you have anything? To, yeah, do you have anything to say to your fans? <laughs> um... <laughs> No. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I wish you guys could have seen her face. It looked like she was really thinking uh, for something. And she's like, uh, no. Um, I hear you. I feel you. I understand you. And I agree with everything you have to say. <laughs> Literally. Uh, that You sure you want to say that? <laughs> I mean, they say we suck. And I agree with that. <laughs> they say we don't have medical degrees. And I agree with that. I they say, you know. That. They talk a but lot of do. shit, and I agree with most. I but mean, most of the shit they say is degree. true. I know. Um, most of the shit they say is true, um, and just because I agree doesn't mean I fucking care. And we really don't give a shit. No, I'm gonna do this regardless. <laughs> Even if I'm just doing this for like the two people that listen to us, just to listen to us. We definitely do this AKS. for the money. <laughs> um, yeah, right. <laughs> but. We really don't care. I don't. I, you know what? I don't really listen to us anymore either. <laughs> I, I yeah. I, I do. Mean, who fucking I try. Cares? I edit it. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. true. That she's our one person. I, I will. I will always listen to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I can't believe the season's almost over. I yeah. feel like I've been saying that since episode five, but I still every feel that single way. season. It's, Literally the first season. episode this season, you're like, oh my god, we're almost done. I know. <laughs> you know what? Next season we should say that. I can't believe the season's almost <laughs> over every single episode. <laughs> Just like when, like when you're like in March of a new year, and they're like, man, this year's gone by so fast. Okay, truly though, and it's like it's March. I mean, now you could say that because we're halfway done already. That's terrifying. I say that literally in February. I'm like, wow, where has the year gone? <laughs> <laughs> January um, 2nd. Where is this year gone? <laughs> God, it's flying by. Literally, though, the older you get, the faster it goes by. Which it really is does. Incredibly sad and depressing. Enjoy your time, kids. Yeah. Children. And get off no, my How lawn. easy you have it. All right. Well, good job, Eileen. Think. Yeah. That was great. I hope it was as good for everybody else as it was for us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And now everyone knows. So now everyone can stop asking and wondering what typhoid Mary is whenever it's mentioned. And wash your goddamn hands, people. Mm-hmm. Wash yes. your hands. No matter what you're touching, just wash your go balls. wash them right now. Pause this and go wash your fucking Wash your balls hands. and then wash your hands after you wash your <laughs> balls because <laughs> you just washed your balls. Just take a shower. (laughs) Just take a whole ass shower. shower. All righty. Well, thank you again, everybody, for sticking around for a whole nother fucking season. Hell yes. Don't know what's wrong with you, but thanks. Hell yes. I love it. Hell yeah. Yep. So tell them where they can find us, Kyle. Huh? Tell them where (laughs) they can find us. Oh, um, well, I'm in Florida. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, you, so I don't even know if you guys do the show notes anymore, <laughs> but I have up until the last episode, which will be up by the time this episode's up. Okay. Um, so sometimes there are show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's safer to say now. Cause even I don't always get, and I, I, I will eventually get them up, but sometimes I don't get them up on time. Because life, you know. So um, yeah. we do have show notes on our website. Um, you can find a bunch of stuff there. Um, resources. Um, you can contact us there. Um, we have a contact form. It also has our email, truecrimegirls at gmail.com, if you want to get a hold of us. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, mm-hmm. sort of, um, at True Crime Girls. And we each have our individual Instagram accounts. Kylie TCG, Janine TCG, and Eileen TCG. And yeah, I mean, just go to everything and follow us everywhere. But just don't follow us home. Yeah, please. That please would don't. be really weird. And we'd make you wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, you'll wash your hands. You're just always going to wash your hands, okay? Okay, thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.